Hello everyone, it's Marilyn Harris here of Hard at Work and where we're actually helping you to create an impactful legacy for your business. I am so uh, happy to have Nicole Phillips with me today. She is a national speaker and she talks and she's blazing the trail in the US about uh, kindness in the workplace and everywhere else and her story is very, very impactful. If you get a chance, go to her website and read it. It's very very impactful. So welcome, Nicole. I'm so glad to have you on the call today. Thank you, Mary Lynn. I am honored to be here. Yeah, thank you. So tell me, uh, Nicole, how did you actually get started in all of this idea about kindness and in the world or nationally or however? Sometimes you just trip over over yourself <laughs> and you <laughs> land in a pile of kindness, and that's kind of what happened with me. I um, uh, in 2011, I would characterize myself as being on the edge of an alcoholic, uh, a smoker, a drinker, an overeater. I was pretty angry a lot of the time, very depressed, and I was on antidepressants, and um, I just really wasn't living my best life, and I knew it, and I just kind of felt like life and work were passionless and kind of mundane. Yeah. So I went to a public swimming pool with my three kids and ended up sitting next to a girl, a 16 year old girl mm -hmm. with long blonde hair in a shiny gold bikini. Now <laughs> I'm wearing my mom suit, you know, like starts up at the chin, goes down to the ankles. It's, uh, yeah. 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 So I'm sitting next to her and all of a sudden, uh, my one and a half year old starts sharing Cheerios with the one and a half year old that she's there babysitting. And I'm watching the interaction between the two kids. And then I notice Gold Bikini Girl is doing sign language with uh, this little girl. And I think this is the world's best babysitter. I've got to get her number. Well, at just that point, my little boy looks across the pool and starts yelling, mommy, 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 to show yeah. me someone he thinks is his mommy over on the other side of the pool. <laughs> like me. So once we cleared up that confusion, Gold Bikini Girl started to giggle and she said, that happened to me just the other day. My daughter was looking out of our apartment window at a woman getting into a car. And you know, my heart sank because this was not the world's best babysitter. This was the mom yeah. and she had far fewer resources than I did and yeah. uh, a much smaller support system. And she was doing a better job than I was. And wow. Yeah. And so in that moment, we had this great conversation. When we went to leave that day, something in my heart just told me to stop and give her some money. And I wasn't accustomed to doing that, especially with strangers. And um, I, I gave it to her and I got back into my car with this high, unlike anything I had ever gotten from any of the bad decisions I had tried. Yeah. And yeah. And so I thought if everyone knew what this felt like, everyone would want to try it and kindness would be contagious. And right. so then I started um, writing a weekly newspaper for our local newspaper, and that um, kind of spawned off as the newspaper grew. And so now it runs weekly in newspapers in North Dakota and Minnesota. And then that, in turn, mm -hmm. uh, ended up with, um, with uh, me speaking, people coming to ask me to share the stories of kindness and what I've learned and some research and things like that. And so yeah. um, just to be able to go in and inspire people in the workplace. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, when I started doing kindness in the workplace, it was like 18 years ago. And uh, back then it was like some people really liked it and other people said, well, 
no, we're going to have some, but we're not really want to implement a program. We don't want to do anything like that. We want to say we're kind, but we don't really want to yeah. do anything. So I you were a trailblazer 18 years ago. There wasn't even research about kindness 18 years ago. <laughs> wow. Well, well done. My story is similar, but different than yours. But anyway, um, I'm, that's why I just say, oh, wow, somebody that's actually got the same mindset. Like, okay, will you share will you share just a snippet of your story, please, for, for anybody from my crew who's watching, who's new to you? Um, well, basically, I got started because um, I, I went to, <laughs> I ended up going to an entrepreneurial program to think about what am I going to do next. And I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. So it was kind of funny. I'm in this class when I used to teach this stuff. But anyway, so as we were going through it, um, I have a marketing story and then I have a um, a spiritual story to my thing about kindness. And so I'll just share a little bit of the spiritual thing as I, I was burnt out and, um, I hadn't started this program yet, but I, I was saying, okay, I actually paced the floor in my apartment for 30 days. And, um, I just, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. And I did that. And a friend of mine suggested I do that because, um, it was something she did and then her life started turn, turn, turning around and changing. And so I said, well, I got nothing to lose, so let's do it. So that's kind of what I ended up doing. And then at the end of 30 days, I said, God, if you're there, please help me, you know, tell me what I should be doing, direct to me. So um, out came um, the idea about a kindness conference. And I said, oh, what? I don't even know. Never mind, never mind. I said I would do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just how it sort of got started for me. It's just I, once I got a job again and um, I moved to a different city and then I decided to, okay, well, I'm kind of settled out. It's time to do what I said I was going to do, which was the kindness conference. So that's how I got started. Is, um, and then I worked, mind you, that's in Canada. It's not here. Probably didn't, I didn't hear about me 20 years ago. But anyway, so uh, that's how I got started. And then I just recently decided, okay, I think it's time to do it again. And I'm involved in other people, which I'll certainly introduce you to other people in the Western, um, I guess in California here about, you know, kindness and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's basically how I got started. And back then, like you, it's just like, who wants to do kindness? We're just going to... We're just going to have a, we want to say we're kind, but we really don't want to have a program in our business. So sell us a program, but we're not going to implement it. And I'm going like, <laughs> oh my God, I said, I can't do that. I'm sorry. You know, it's just yeah. like, you know, my integrity and my brand is on the line that way. So anyway, that's how I, I got going. And so um, that's sort of my I never I think I ever really shared the real story to anybody publicly, but <laughs> anyway. I'm glad you did. And it's interesting to me about the 30 days, the pacing for 30 days, because before I met Gold Bikini Girl, I knew I was in a depressed spot. And I had a friend who said to me, why don't you just start praying to God, make me your vessel. And, and I didn't know if God actually listened to those sorts of prayers or not, right. but every morning and every night, um, I would pray, God, make me a vessel for you. Make me a vessel for you. You know, what is a vessel? I don't even know, but right. whatever I'm here. And right. that was when breakthrough happened in my life as well. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what do you got to lose? And she said she did it by herself. I must have called my girlfriend 10 times a day. I don't think I can keep doing this anymore. And it's just like, 
because we're so used to be doing people, not yeah. being people, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so that was that was very challenging. But like, I'm sure it's like any alcoholic or like you were saying, drug addict or something that eventually you reach bottom and then you say, well, okay, what now? What's yep. next? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next uh, for you, um, Nicole, in your campaign about kindness and you just well you speak up do you speak a lot i understand you do a lot of um, public speaking and yeah. yeah and public speaking is really to me it, it's so fun i love to do it because i get to go into businesses especially like banks or hospitals or places mm -hmm. where people have to deal with people all the time and they kind of get they're, they're worn out, they're weary, they're tired, they're bored. And so to be able to kind of go in and infuse a little bit of fun right. and, and remind people that uh, uh, that kindness really is for them. It's not for other people, the, the right. one who benefits from <laughs> kindness is us, right? Yeah. And so, and I love to do that. So I'm going to continue uh, doing that. And I have just, um, I'm working with a publisher to finish my, uh, my, third kindness book. So I have two that I self-published right. that are short stories of kindness. Mm -hmm. And then this one will be published with Baker Books and it'll come out in um, the fall of 2020. Okay. And so that's kind of like a, a how-to guide for kindness for people okay. who, who say, you know what, I'm too tired to be kind. I, <laughs> I'm too judgmental to be kind. I'm too old to be kind. I don't have enough money to be kind. You know, all of the things that we hear. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of shuts down that inner meaning inside of us. Right, right. Well, congratulations on your books. Yeah, that's awesome. And so where did you gather most of your stories from? Just from people that you've been talking with and to and... Yeah. So the first two books, those short stories of kindness all came from this newspaper column that I write. And so I've been writing it since 2011. I still write it and people send in their stories of kindness and they, they tell me, you know, an act of kindness and how it made them feel, mm -hmm. or they tell me about a time when kindness showed up just when they needed it. Right. And so I have the world's happiest email inbox, really. <laughs> and I, I can kind of filter through those stories and then I get to publish some of them and then I put them together in a book and then I put them together in another book when people said, okay, we read those 100 stories. Give us 100 more. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad that you're able to share this. I look forward to reading that book and, and yeah, sharing your experiences. So when you're doing these um, stories and your books and your speaking, um, how else are you, um, are you actually working into workplaces? Are you consulting into workplaces? Do you find yourself doing a lot of that or are you just more doing community uh, service? No, I find, I find myself going into um, um, like, for instance, uh, hospitals. I've spent mm -hmm. the, the, the first part of the year going into several different hospitals and doing, you know, five sessions within a week so that everyone who works all the different shifts can get the same message. So everyone's on the same page. And right. um, that's really great because then I can see what they already have in place. And a lot of them have these really great, you know, 
um, bulletin boards and they and and the staff can put up notes about something they appreciate about their coworkers and, right. and it just kind of you know to get get people on the same page and say okay you know what we all get it we're all weary and we are in this together and right. and let's let's close that gap between doing life and enjoying life because right. I think there's a gap in there and kindness really um, closes that gap right. Yeah, the glue that sticks everybody together. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else you want to share with us? Like what kind of clients you like working with? Um, I understand from your assistant that you love working in the hospitals. That's sort of your main thing you really enjoy to do. I do. I do. And it's funny because it seems like the people who invite me to come in are the businesses that are already kind. There's a, a, a banking group called Bell Bank that works in the Dakota areas mm -hmm. and uh, Minnesota. And they had me come in and, and talk with them. But it, it's humbling for me because this bank mm -hmm. has given away millions, millions okay. of dollars to their employees in a pay it forward program. So what actually happened was I think, I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but I think it might've started out with each employee mm -hmm. getting, uh, let's say a thousand dollars. And they can use that thousand dollars throughout the year, mm -hmm. however they want to help out a need in the community. So, oh, you know, someone, cool. yeah, they can use it. They can give it to their church. They can give it to a needy family they know. They can give it to, um, Oh, some of them have given it to people who have had a problem making their mortgage. Some of them have given it to, um, you know, um, the food pantry, the food shelter, right. the women's homeless shelter. So anything, anything goes. Right. And some have pooled their money to make a bigger impact for a family in need. And so I got to go in and speak to these people in this <laughs> that already are doing this great stuff. Right. But then I got to share... Uh, some of the the science behind kindness. So I got to talk about the four feel-good chemicals that are released into your body when you do an act of kindness. Right. I got to talk about um, how kindness works as a trifecta. So it's the giver, the receiver, and the witness to that act of kindness who all get those feel-good chemicals flowing. And right. I got to talk about, you know, what sorts of acts of kindness really uh, get those chemicals flowing in our bodies? Because, you know, not all acts of kindness are really created equally. Right. right. Uh, so it's fun to be able to, to take a group that already is sold on this idea of kindness right. and kind of give them some oomph behind it. Right. So how do you find that kindness um, besides being the community work in the hospitals and that type of thing? Do you find that in it affects anybody in the workplace? Do you find them, they tend to be more team, team oriented or do you find that they're, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and um, from scientific research, uh, there was University of California, Berkeley, a professor there did some research and found out that, you know, nice guys don't finish last, <laughs> actually nice guys finish first. And they found that people who were kind in the workplace were really respected more by their fellow employees and they were valued more by their uh, bosses. So when it came time for a raise or a promotion, they were at the top of the list because people want to keep a team player around somebody. I mean, you think about it. Yeah. Would you rather hang out with somebody who's a Debbie Downer all the time? Or would you rather yeah. hang out with somebody who's a, a smiling yes kind of person, you know, who happens yeah. to leave the Snickers bar on your desk once in a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a, 
the professors that um, um, I got some study information from was uh, Wisconsin, actually, and uh, they did yeah. a study about virtuousness, which is really kindness is a virtuous act. And uh, they talked about how that actually improves uh, workplaces and businesses, actually increases their profits by 15%. So wow, wow, great. Some really good research out there about kindness and how it affects businesses. And like what you just said, you know, like who wants to hang out with somebody that is uh, downer Debbie, you know, like just somebody that's negative all the time. And yeah. that's a big challenge because now you got to figure out, okay, how I'm going to work with this person because you tend to be more up and the other person is the other end. So it's like, okay, how do you approach the other person to to work with easier and get along with and mm -hmm. um, so that's always a challenge i think for most people don't stop to think okay how am i going to make this work and yeah. so and it's hard and it's hard on the companies too because uh they tend to lose a lot of staff because that one person even though that might white person might you know yes yes great results yeah. but they're not they don't have the personality of being up and kind yeah. And I, I do feel like uh, regardless of age, um, new pathways are being formed in the brain. So I do feel like there are ways that employers can help that person who, who mm -hmm. is productive, but is yet just kind of not so fun to be around. Yeah. Um, there are ways to help that person kind of come out of their shell and to see mm -hmm. things from a more glass half full perspective right. than the glass half empty perspective and it, it takes a little um a little one-on-one -on -one. it takes it takes some giving compliments and really seeking that person out and and making them feel special and um but it's it's certainly possible to help people retrain their brain you you can right. teach old dog new tricks <laughs> yeah it's called praise them praise, praise yes them. yes yes you know, yes praise them and then the other thing i've learned of course about the kindness after all doing it for such a long time is that it's really about us being kind to ourselves so if we oh, praise yeah. ourselves then more or less that other people will pick up on that and start praising themselves and then that's I, everybody kind of becomes more collaborative like you were saying the trifecta um measurement if you will you know yeah so tell me just, um, some of the ways people can get a hold of you if they want to work with you nicole yeah sure um i have a website braveandkind.net Mm -hmm. or nicolejphillips.com. It goes to the same place. Yeah. Uh, my email is info at nicolejphillips. I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all at nicolejphillips. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, I would love to hear from people and talk about um, kindness in the workplace. I also love to talk about kindness at churches and things like that and do retreats for women. I think that's really fun. Oh. And um, I'm a breast cancer survivor. So when I get the chance to, to get a hold of a group of breast cancer survivors or survivors and their husbands, that that's a real treat for me. I love that. Right. So do you have a retreat coming up? I do. I will be going to, um, Okaboji, Iowa, coming up in August. I think it might be sold out right now, but I'm not okay. sure. It'll be in August. Okay. Yeah. So do you have something else planned, and so they can reach out to you, and if they want to 
attend a retreat. So how often do you do your retreats? Well, I don't plan the retreats. Okay. I am the usually the speaker who's hired to speak at the retreats. Okay. So, but I have a calendar of all of my events on the website at okay. NicoleJPhillips.com. So if somebody wants to say, okay, you know, what neck of the woods are you in? Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to, I would love to be able to reach out um, and, and meet with people. Right, right. So how can we help you um, just get more people to reach out to you and because you like to do the speaking and anything else that you'd like to do? Um, you know, I'm kind of backwards in all this, Marilyn. I, I feel like, um, I feel backwards in it because I feel like, um, I feel like networking mm -hmm. is, and you might disagree with this because you've been an entrepreneur way longer than I have, but I feel like, I feel like I don't like networking. Okay. I like, I love it when somebody says to me, Hey, you know what? My friend just was diagnosed with breast cancer. Can you please talk to her? I love it when people email me and say that. I love it when people say, I have this story of kindness and I just really, really want other people to know. Can you help me share it? Right. And so those are the types of things, you know, I long for and I look for, and Hey, if speaking gigs or writing things come up, that's awesome. That's, mm -hmm. that's cake on it. But honestly, I feel like I'm called to kind of tear open the darkness and let the light of kindness shine through in however I can do that. So if that means making right. connections with people, um, so I can help them with whatever influence I may or may not have, you know, uh, I love to be able to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, great. I'm so glad that you shared that, Nicole. It's um, very, I was going to say godly, but I don't want to say that. I always say God is the greatest networker anyway. So <laughs> yeah, that is right. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, move more things than I could anyway. <laughs> Your sign's going back and forth behind you. What's going on? Oh, it's just, it's trying to protect my back door. But it's, it's like magically moving back there. That's yeah, fun. We're talking about God and then yeah, your love sign. Behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for guarding me. <laughs> yeah. guiding me more love, I guess. Share more love. Anyway, I really appreciate you joining me on this call, um, Nicole. It's been a lot of fun and uh, so nice to meet you. And uh, another like-hearted person, like-minded, like I guess you would say. Yep. So anything else you want to say before we end the call? Um, let me think. Oh, yeah. You know what? I want to give people one great kindness tip. Okay. And here it is. Expect people to be kind. And if you want to draw more kindness into your life, in your workplace, in your personal life, um, in your social life, in your family, expect people to be kind. So be the person who walks into the room, mm -hmm. uh, expecting that others are going to be kind to you so that when you, um, let's say you walk up to a bank teller and um, you might expect the bank teller or the post office clerk to kind of just be like, hi, what do you need? You know, <laughs> and, um, and, and when you walk up to that person and you just know in your mind they're going to be kind to you, you will automatically greet them with a smile and some enthusiasm and they will in turn be kind to you because they're, they're, they're taking it from you. Right. And though, um, even though they, they may not have thought they had it to give. And if you go in thinking, Oh man, I got to go back to the post office. They're probably going to be crabby today. You know, yeah. uh, walk in expecting people to be kind to you. Right. 
Yeah, no, that's a great tip. It's just like, you know, yeah, that's really a good tip. Thank you for sharing that. And just as a great reminder as well, we all need to use a little reminders once in a while. Yes, we can. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Nicole, for joining us today. And if you want to hear Nicole or anything, opt into the um, pre-virtual conference. It's all about how to make an impactful legacy on your business. So thank you for joining us today and we'll chat with you soon. Okay, thank okay. you.